You are now listening to Bet Your Ash with Cornelius and McGee. Bet Your Ash. That is Cornelius in Denver, Colorado. I am McGee. I am in Dania, Florida. And we always start in the same place, my friend. What are you smoking today? Uh, today I am smoking a El Toti Classical. And El Toti is a, it's a cigar, uh, I would say it came out maybe, I don't know, close to six years ago. Um, the family in which that blended the cigar they are still around, but they've been absorbed by another company. So the Gomez Sanchez family, uh, that's the name of the family. And they've been here in Capital Cigars at 919 East Colfax, Denver, Colorado. Uh, they have actually been here and actually uh, rolled cigars inside the uh, lounge here. So um, that's cool. Uh yeah, this is their Connecticut El Tote. So, uh, E-L-T-O-T-Y. Now, this particular brand has been absorbed by another cigar company, um, which is the McAuliffe Cigar Company. So, the McAuliffe Cigars, uh, if you go on their page, you will, uh, in the About section, it will read, or it will explain um, the three generations of uh, uh, Cuban cigar rolling tradition from this family. So uh, it's very interesting. I don't know. Another point I wanted to get to is that there's a lot of cigars out there. I cracked this box today, but there's a lot of cigars out there that you probably aren't going to find uh, you're probably just not going to find, you know, uh, unless you happen to go to a cigar lounge and you kind of stay up on your cigars. And if you see something a little off, maybe a cigar that looked like it might have some age on it, some discoloring on the cellophane, but yet you look at it and maybe you Google it on your phone and you find out that, Hey, you know, you can't find this cigar anywhere. It's probably a cigar that's been discontinued or a cigar company that's been absorbed by another cigar company, and you can't find that cigar anywhere. Anywhere, And it's probably a cigar that you want to snatch up. Yeah, it's definitely worth a try because mm-hmm. you might never get another opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's cool. To, that's, it's, one of the, uh, it's one of the fun parts about smoking cigars is, is trying something random and rare and and that you you know nobody else has ever tried. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and you know that's the that's the beauty of a cigar lounge. You know, in total. Um, a little something that came up though uh, here at the Capital Cigar Lounge is that I found out that um, the city council for uh, the city and county of Denver has put on the agenda an ordinance 
to do away with all cigar retail, oh, I'm sorry, all tobacco retail in the city and county of Denver on this agenda, on this ballot. Wow. Even, I mean, just complete, complete tobacco sales. No more that would, Denver. That would be Capital Cigars. That would be every. I mean, that's everywhere every, in the entire city and county. Every, wow, every county. convenience store, every grocery store, every gas station, wow. every everywhere. Wow, Denver. I know. It's, it's extreme. So there's a lot of people, you know, rounding the... Uh, the uh, horses and getting started fight it's it's i don't know yeah that's that's big not that's not big. to mention that you can't you can't go, <laughs> you can't go from one block to the next without stumbling across a uh marijuana dispensary but <laughs> let's do away with cigars it's it's crazy but yeah that's the fight of denver colorado if you uh, get a chance to find a petition that will soon be floating around, please sign it. We need as many signatures as possible to protect the integrity of such establishments as Capital Cigars. Oh, yeah. And we'll obviously be sharing it on at Bet Your Ash Pod on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, as well as the Capital Cigars social medias and etc. Mm-hmm. Um... All right, well, let's move on. Let's move on to a more fun note. Mm-hmm. Did I win last week? I believe so. I believe so. You took. I forget who I had. <laughs> you took. What a week. Uh, I took. The I Colts. took the Colts. The Indianapolis Colts. Colts. And they did their goddamn jobs, baby. Oh yeah, they did it all right. It probably for the is. record, for the record, I had a perfect weekend in both college and to the NFL this weekend. Wow. Yeah. Yep, my bookie's not pleased about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the biggest beatdown in week six. I crushed. Yeah. 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 But my biggest play yeah. for the whole weekend was. Uh, the Ravens. I just felt like everybody was overvaluing the Chargers, and they were playing that early time slot on the East Coast. We always talk about that. Uh-huh. And I finally just put my money where my mouth is, and I put a big wager on it, and uh-huh. it worked out for me. Yeah, yeah. They, that was the... Well, let me see. That's... Yeah, it's equally as bad of a, as a bad of a beatdown. My math isn't working as quick, but yeah. 38 yeah, they, and 30. It's the Ravens. Equally. Yeah. Equally as bad. It's the same amount. The Ravens the Ravens put it down. Yeah. The Ravens put it down on the uh, charge. I wonder if there's going to be some letdown this week after that. But be. we'll talk We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that when they get to the Ravens. Yeah, it could be now. The, the Rams. The Rams also, if, if I'm, I could be wrong. but They they rolled on the Giants. Yeah, they did. They, the Giants yeah. scored a little bit at the end. But, yeah, they rolled. Yeah. As well. So, all right. Week number seven. Man, season's flying away. I know. Flying by. We're pretty. We're we're about we're about one week away from the mid 
from the mid. No, to, we get we get the extra week this year. So I know uh, eight. So we'll get eighteen weeks. So week <laughs> nine. So two more weeks, and we're halfway there. Holy shit! Ah, uh, yeah, two weeks, two more weeks. You're right. Well, Holy shit. tomorrow, I mean, well, after this was released. Thursday. Yeah. yeah on yeah. Thursday, uh, the Broncos and the Browns. Broncos and the Browns. And the Broncos is, uh, they are, uh, well, it doesn't matter what they are. Cleveland is a minus three and a half favorite. Yeah. yeah. Is the game in Cleveland? Uh, it's in, De- in Denver. In Denver. Yeah. In Denver. Yeah. Um. The Browns kind of, kind of got put in their spot by, by the Cardinals this weekend. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I suspect they bounce back a little, but at the same time, it's tough to go on the road real quick, like quick turnaround Sunday to Thursday. Right, right. Um, what's up with the Broncos? What is everybody saying? What's we're uh, on the street out in Denver? Well, they are now three and three. And, of course, the first three games of the season were to the worst three games, worst three teams in uh, that are, that you know, in the NFL this year. Yeah, three of them. Uh, so, it's, I, I would say between the Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers, and who did they play last week? They played the... Um, Raiders. I would say. Raiders, I would yeah. say out of the first three, if they would have lost one, I don't know. There would have been a problem. I, I think somebody would have gotten fired. The last three, I think that they were at least good for one of those games. One, if you think about it, every last one of those teams had some sort of something. You know, like oh, the Ravens. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the Ravens, uh, uh, Jackson can't throw, so they just have to contain him. And he threw for one of his largest games in his career. Um, the same thing with, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, they can't run the ball. Uh, they ran for one of their largest gains. Uh, yesterday, the Raiders or or this past week, the Raiders are in disarray and they have problems and. Uh, you know, they're going to be undisciplined and everything, and they were very disciplined, and they beat them. So it's, you know, it's like they're not executing any game plan to the weakness of the yeah. other team. If anything, they're highlighting their weakness. They're helping them out with it, you know? So I don't, even though, once again, here we go, the Browns. The Browns have some problems. They have a lot of key. Uh, the uh, Kareem Hunt and uh, uh, Nick Chubb are Chubb. out. Both out. Yeah. I think Chubb is going to try to play, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do it. Yeah, I just, I have very and Baker little. Baker Mayfield's banged up, too. Yeah, yeah and Baker Mayfield. Too. I have very is, little, very little faith in I This is a weird game. I, I think the, the I think the Broncos probably win it because they're at home. Mm-hmm. They don't have to travel. Um, I think the defense will play big because they're at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of all the Browns' injuries, man, the, the Browns are beat up, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean I have a whole lot of faith in the Broncos, you know, uh, even this week or going forward or anything. I, uh, I'm unimpressed. This, I mean, I, I didn't. It's not like I had high expectations or anything, but I'm unimpressed. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um. I mean, they made the right decision at quarterback to move on from Drew Drew Lock, but it's still like not enough. Right. Right. So, 
I'd stay away from this. And, you know, the Browns, like you said, are a little bit too beat up to depend on them, and the Broncos are too much the Broncos to depend on them. So Yeah. You know, hopping on a plane messes with you if you're, like, swollen. Let's mm-hmm. say you have an elbow or a knee or whatever yeah, that's yeah. a little swollen. Like, yeah, it messes with you, and I'd have to do it so quickly after a game. Yeah, it, it's I, it's a disadvantage to the road team every Thursday night. Yeah, it actually... Uh, they believe it to be the reason that costs uh, Heavy D, the overweight lover. They believe that that's actually caused cost him his life, uh, a long flight from Paris or something like that, and um, a blood clot in his leg. Yeah, so it, it's a thing. Girls, the girls, they love me because yeah. I'm the overweight lover, Heavy D. Yeah, good old Heavy D. <laughs> Classic. Classic. All right, well, on Sunday, getting started, we got yeah. the Chiefs and the Titans. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. Um, you know, we've got the um, – that's going to be a good one. We, we've got, Titans knocked off the Bills, you know, Monday night. Yes, so they did. So there's a lot of hype right now. All of a sudden, everybody's feeling good, plus they're at home. And the Chiefs have been notoriously, like – Winning and not covering or losing, you know, a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, but, mi- they're minus five and a half. Yeah, I saw it already at four and a half mm-hmm. um, going down. Um, but I imagine it'll it'll end up around five-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I imagine the Chiefs bounce back and handle their business, but I always imagine that. It doesn't always happen. Last week, you know, point proven that it was a little closer than it had to be. Yeah, it always is. Yeah. It always is with them, and mm-hmm. the Titans seem like the kind of team you you know if you leave a door open, you know they might pop in and rob your house. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> you know, definitely so. definitely a game that's winnable by them, but you know eh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what they're what they're capable of doing. But yeah, um, I mean, I lean towards the I lean towards the Chiefs, but I probably wouldn't bet this game. Yeah, especially in Tennessee. Uh, did you already pick the Titans? I don't think so. Okay, we got to start uh, keeping track of these. So we're gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't seem like any any one that you overly prefer, and there's probably better spots to pick either of these teams. So mo- maybe moving on to the next one, we have the Green Bay Packers and the Washington Football Team. This seems like a good spot to take the Packers. They're kind of mm-hmm. rolling right now. Yeah, and the and the and the Washington football team. Oh boy, disarray from ownership to management to mm-hmm. coaching to the field. Yeah, you know it's chaos all around. So Mi- uh, minus nine and seem, a half for a Green Bay seems like a seems like a great spot to take the Packers. Yeah, yeah, minus nine and a half for Green Bay. I know um, I haven't taken them yet this year, so yeah, yeah. Okay, Let's we'll, do it. we'll put them up there for right now and keep on keeping on. So yeah. we've got uh, at the leader of the clubhouse, we have uh, the Packers over the Washington uh, football team at 11 o'clock a.m. Next, oh, yeah. we have the Bengals and the Ravens. The Bengals and the Ravens. No chance I would pick this, mm-hmm. but the Bengals are good. Yeah. They got a good quarterback. The Bengals, the Bengals. I mean, they lost two games, but they were kind of in those games. 
You mm-hmm. know, and and I mean, he's still getting hit a little more than I want to see him get hit. But yeah. They they got to invest in that offensive line this offseason. Mm-hmm. But the Bengals are good. Now, the Ravens are rolling. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and I don't think they're going to take a, a division rival kind of lightly. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'm pretty sure the Ravens win this game, but I like I I like that Packers spot way way better mm-hmm. than I do the Ravens spot. Now, I might bet the Bengals plus the points. Maybe that's a close game. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's a close game, a field goal kind of game. Mm-hmm. Well, just saying. Minus six. Yeah, if it. You know, I imagine it goes, it, it moves a little bit between now and Sunday. If I see mm-hmm. it get to like seven or seven and a half, I'm definitely betting the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, next, we have the. Next, we're going to have the Carolina Panthers and the New York Giants. Uh, Carolina Panthers by minus three. It's going to be played in Carolina. Uh, this is a close Mc- one. Does McCaffrey play? Not a close one. Wait, didn't I already take Carolina? I believe so. Yeah, so yeah. cool. I'm, there's no way I'm taking the yeah. Giants right now. They're they got some health issues anyway. Yeah. The Carolina Panthers probably win this game, but mm-hmm. man, they got to get McCaffrey out on that field if they want to mm-hmm. do anything with the rest of the season. You know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, moving on, we got the Falcons and the Dolphins. Uh, just to let you know, you already picked the Falcons. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> just I'll tell you what. It's the Dolphins plus a couple points, right? Two and a half or three or something? Uh, no, it's the Atlanta Falcons minus two and a half. Right, minus. So yeah. Dolphins plus. Yeah. I really like the Dolphins this weekend. Really? <laughs> I like the, yeah, I like the Dolphins. I might wait to kick off, see if I can get three or three and a half. <laughs> but I like the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins to win this game. I might even better on the money line. Uh, I might do both. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, Tua looked pretty good last week, man. He looked like a good quarterback, good, good, solid quarterback. There was one interception, like that was kind of weird. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, like he looked, he looked good. I got you, but you don't like him. Maybe I'm. Well, wow, Atlanta over Miami. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I know they're the underdog, but yeah. Atlanta's a joke, yeah. and I think I think the Dolphins are are are, are now that Tua's back are heading in in, a, in the in the right direction. Right. 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 You know, they had to play four games without their starting quarterback. Like, they, <laughs> that, it's a whole different offense that they, they run when he's out there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I just saw the last play of uh, them losing yeah. to Jacksonville. Yeah, um, that was crazy. Yeah. So, the, the, the field goal kicker for Jacksonville is like a legend in London. Those two 50-yard field goals, one to force overtime and mm-hmm. then one to to win the game in overtime, like it was that was it was pretty it was it's rare that a kicker provides so much excitement, especially when you're talking about a Jacksonville Jaguars game from London in like the super early time slot. Mm-hmm. But like I was I was glued in to the end of that and it was exciting. And so we're talking I was wondering how far that I, I saw the video but no but without audio. And I was oh, they were both over fifty, and the kid was like unsigned the week before. Like they <laughs> just added him to the roster, and he bangs two fifty yarders to be the fucking champ. Wow, and he's known in uh, London, huh? Now he is. Oh, they say now he is. 
I'm that internationally known. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, next, um, we have the Jets, New York Jets, and the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots by minus seven. What a close game this past week, huh? Yeah, I also that was the other bet, big bet I placed this weekend was the Dolph, the Dallas Cowboys to cover, mm-hmm. and it was amazing that it happened in overtime with mm-hmm. that touchdown because mm-hmm. they were just playing for a field goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? They win with a field goal. I don't, I don't win, mm-hmm. and that touchdown was great. Yeah. But um, I think the Pats bounce back and beat up on the Jets and kind of take out some of their frustrations on the Jets and mm-hmm. kind of work some things out with their quarterback. You know, against the yeah. weak, a weak opponent. Um, and so I, I think this would be a fine spot to take the Patriots, but I believe I already did. Yeah, and and I, I think they look good. I mean, I, I think the Patriots look good. I mean, Mac, not Mac Miller. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Pat, Pat, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. But Mac, Jones. Mac Miller is, yeah. Mac Miller's fucking, that was funny. Yeah. That was funny. Mac Jones, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mac Jones, I mean, he looked good. I mean, he. He brought the team back. They were down, right? And he brought the team back. Got him. Uh, I like the Patriots a lot this weekend, fam. Yeah. So I, 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 I like, think they're going to crush. They're going to cover that seven probably. Yeah. But I like them. And this is a survivor. I happen. I, I mean, if I did, I did already take them, right? Didn't I take them like two, three weeks ago? Yeah, you did. You took New England. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah. But, you know, so I, I don't have that option. But they're a great play this weekend. Exactly. They're going to they're gonna really beat up on the Jets. I, I might bet them minus seven. If I can mm-hmm. get it at minus six and a half, I'm definitely going to go. Gotcha. Uh, the next game is the Philadelphia Eagles against the Las Vegas Raiders. And Raiders are, I mean, yeah, Raiders are favored minus three. Let me ask you. Last week, after all that Gruden chaos and him resigning, and they all of a sudden like hadn't had to rally, mm-hmm. like that, that was an emotional spot for them. And they stepped up. And they went out and won a game. Yeah. Isn't there potential for like emotional letdown this week? Uh, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see stepping up and winning for an interim coach one time. Yeah. You know, but the whole doing it back to back weeks is a mm-hmm. whole other story. And Philly is is a good football team. Like they're playing solid football. Yeah. Um, Jalen Hurts is doing his thing. They're catering to his talents. Like I. I could see, I could see the Eagles going in there and winning that game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I could, I could see it, but I could also see. Uh, I mean, the Raiders do have some weapons. That rugs man over the middle, just burning the uh, Broncos secondary. Oh my gosh, just putting them on a freaking barbecue grill and roast them. I'm like, yeah. That and and it, it, that that was only one of a few, you know. What's the other dude? Renfro. Yeah, he's good too. Yeah, he's exactly. Good too. He's so, good. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I can see the Eagles doing it. Uh, it's a you know close spread. So, um, I I just suspect this is a letdown spot for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. That it's a possible letdown. I like the Eagles here. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, probably the biggest spread of the week is going to come between the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Rams. It's going to be in it's in L.A. It's in L.A., yep. Is it? Or is it in Detroit? Uh, it doesn't really matter where this game is. It's in is. L.A., yeah. It's a 15-point uh. spread. 
Yeah, that seems low. <laughs> <laughs> the Rams uh, are really. I mean, this could be a twenty-one point margin at the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I would never bet anything that big because it doesn't matter to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they're if they're up nineteen, what do they care if somebody scores a touchdown at the end of the fourth quarter? And they only win by twelve. It has nothing to do with them. Exactly. So, like, I would never bet. I would never bet a, a spread this big. I shouldn't say never. I probably have bet a spread this big. Uh-huh. But um, not. It's in the NFL. Oh, I, I, it's hard to. It's hard to pallet a number that big. So I, I wouldn't uh-huh. bet it. And then, but it's obviously great spot for fantasy for Survivor. You're probably surviving. It yeah. seems like a waste of the Rams if you if, right. if you've held out this far with the Rams. You might as well save them for a good game. Yep. I mean, you think about it. Um, you've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. So last week, out of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So out of the 14 games, six of them were 20 points or more. Yeah, and almost all the favorites covered. You know, yeah. at least all the big favorites. Which, I mean, it was. Which helped, which, yeah. hurt, which hurt Vegas. You know, I mean, that. Yeah, and that's two weeks in a row. So yeah. I kind of expect there to be a bunch of, uh, bunch of dogs this weekend. Like, mm-hmm. and that's. Partially why I like e- the Eagles. That's partially why I, you know, I'm saying some of the stuff I'm saying mm-hmm. is I'm factoring that in, man. It does right. it. The pendulum swings both ways, and it has to. It has to. Yeah. So. And that's why you know this week, I mean, we're seeing 15, 12, 17, um, you know, point spreads. You know, I mean, there were some yeah. ones and twos and a lot of threes last week. Well, it doesn't like Vegas is gonna make that. Make that again that problem again, and you know we're uh, we only have four more games to talk about. But <clears throat> this whole spread thing, it brings up something that I saw on Netflix. It's called bad. Oh, it's called bad sport. Oh yeah! And I was like, these look at these guys. Uh, the yes. episode is episode one, which is called Hoop Schemes. I and, am so happy you watched that. Yeah, and it's I told uh, you about it, right? Or maybe I was telling I was telling maybe I was telling Tim. Yeah. I was telling somebody on a, on a, one of our podcasts. Maybe I was doing yeah. it was a Nebraska Hour episode. Uh-huh. But it was excellent. And did you learn a little bit? Do you understand the spread yeah, a little bit better? Yeah, it really really You you know the part that I found uh Headache uh Jones or what was the guy, the basketball player, Headache Jones or something? Um, I forget the company, I mean, the company, the uh, team that he played for, but Arizona State could be, yep, could be something like that. It was, no, it was definitely, it was, Arizona, definitely Arizona, it was Arizona State. State, okay. And, um, he got into some gambling debt with a bookie. Um, that bookie said, You owe me. He, I think there was only like four or five games left in the season, maybe six at the most. Um, he, uh, the point guard called Headache actually contacted, um, said, okay, it's, well, it's a deal. Yeah, there, and 
It was, uh, next thing you know, there was a point shaving situation. Point shaving. Now, see, this is the part, though. This is the part, though, that's a little interesting. Uh, Okay. Slight spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet. Um, It's a 20-year-old story. It was in the news. Like, come on, So it's been around, but this hasn't been out. This documentary hasn't been out that. that, No, you're right. Just came out. Just brand new. So he contacts the the bookie, contacts his friend in his um, um, his trader trader friend uh, who trades yeah, stocks I mean, he, in New York. Now this guy has he, a couple hundred thousand dollars or something like that, or quarter of a million or half yeah. a million. So he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he he tracks over to Vegas and he puts a lot of smaller bets. He doesn't put it all down to to right. give away attention. Um. Right. But by putting that much down on one side, he's able to move the line that much? Well, no, but when a whole lot of money comes in on one side, yes, they're going to naturally move the line yeah. because they want to encourage action on the other side. Correct. Um, so the first time he didn't really move the line no, no. at all no. you know he was kind of under the radar was able to get all that money down mm-hmm. what happened was by the last time they did it he wasn't the only person placing tons of action on this right. and that's when the line starts moving a lot and that's when the regulators that's what ticks the regulators uh you know mm-hmm. uh uh gets their attention you know mm-hmm. and so you start seeing people like the FBI get involved or Betfair. Right. Now there's now, I mean, 20 years ago, they didn't exist, but now there's watchdog organizations right. that keep an eye on line movement just to find this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's really interesting. This is, it's, it's an interesting way of how you, uh, you know, kind of the dark side of, of, of sports gambling and the potential for participants in the events to uh, influence the outcome of the sport, of the gambling side of the events, you mm-hmm. know? Um, we talked about this when the whistleblower podcasts were coming out and with the Tim Donahue story, mm-hmm. um, and the NBA. And these are, you know, it's, it doesn't take much to influence, especially basketball. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a whole lot of people involved to influence mm-hmm. the outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, you also see it in tennis and that's historically tennis is one of the ones where they catch the most people, um, by looking at li- things like line movement and stuff like that. But they're seeing a, a ton of, you know, and there it's you need one person involved. And they just have to maybe lose the second set and you can win a ton of money. You don't even have to lose the whole match because mm-hmm. you can now you can gamble on tennis. You can gamble every point almost. So, yeah, um, you know, easy. you know, one of the things, though, that I found interesting. OK, uh, I would say I'm not really sure. It's only five or six or seven episodes, the whole thing. Um, and it speaks about basketball. It speaks about uh, figure skating. It speaks about um, uh, uh, racing, just different yeah, in each sport. intersection of crime and sport. Exactly. And one of the sports that it speaks about is um, one of the sports that it speaks about is equestrian horse jumping or whatever that is. Oh yeah, and, I imagine you can you can dose your horse, you know. Well, no, this one's even this is even worse, right? So, I guess you know, in that particular sport there's 
There's not just the wealthy. There's the uber wealthy. Like in horse racing, it's a little different. But in this, you know, where you jump in the horses and all that, that is just like the uber wealthy right there, right? So the thing, though, is they don't really, they're not into the, oh, we're into the siring business or this or that or whatever. They're just like, listen, I, I, want, I want the best horse and I want to be able to jump this horse and I want to be able to win. Okay? Now, if that doesn't happen, this horse is now a liability. So they hired a guy they call the Sandman, and this guy would um, uh, take a a uh, extension cord, cut the end off, um, tie a clip to it, put it to the horse's ear, tie the other clip to it, or a probe to it, and put it in the horse's you know poop hole plug it into the socket, and kill the horse. Done. Like, So they could collect instantly. insurance money? Yeah. I mean, that is beyond brutal. That is beyond brutal. But even, uh, even once all of this was out, even once all of this had came out, and it had happened multiple, multiple times, these individuals received one, two, three years a lot of times suspended yeah. sentences. Yeah. Now, how does that match up to Michael Vick? Michael Vick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm just saying. Like, what the? I, what the yeah, heck? They, they were intentionally trying to make a statement with Michael Vick and make a scene, or not a scene, or make a, you know, show of it. And, these guys were probably much, you know, much more under the radar, a lot less press surrounding their court case. Yeah, I mean, but and we're not just talking about somebody who, you know, abused and killed animals. We're talking about defrauding insurance as well. Yeah, yeah, you would think the the insurance fraud alone charge, not to mention the animal cruelty charge. Yeah. Not to mention the conspiracy charge because there's multiple people involved. Exactly. Uh, like, and like you would think those charges would add up, but you know, I didn't go to law school. I probably should have. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's I don't know, but but anyway, that's I digress. But that that is uh, that is on Netflix. It's called Bad, Bad Sport. Sport. So yeah. you want to check that out? Okay, that's an interesting intersection. That that. Uh, athletes and crime thing you know i've been listening to that crime and sports podcast for years where those two uh 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 comedians stand-up comedians from phoenix do a different different instance of that every every week and they get deep and they tell a great story and it's hilarious their presentation is perfect it's really it's really a great podcast mm-hmm. um way better than ours yeah way better way than better ours. Yeah, but we make you money, so there's that. Exactly, there is that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's next? Moving right along. Uh, next, we have the Chicago Bears at Tampa Bay. We're talking minus twelve and a half. Tampa Bay. Probably a great, good spot to play the Buccaneers if you haven't yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's probably just as good as the Packers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm gonna stick with the Packers because maybe I play the Bucks later later on, but. Um, I, I don't see the Buccaneers losing this game. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think so. No. How do you feel about Justin Fields out there? Uh, you know, he's looking good. I think uh, Rookie. They, they really need to. I don't feel good about the coaching at all, at all. 
They've made some yeah. such major, major mistakes that I'm like, do they even know what they're doing? I feel like I feel like we can watch some tape and uh read some books and do as how, good as some of these some of these coaches. How about I mean, not to pick your next head coach before this guy's gone or anything, but uh-huh. how about Byron Leftwich? How about the quarterback's coach for the uh who's working with Brady down in Tampa? Yeah, you mean as a head coach? As a head coach for the Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like him. I like being a me. I I like uh, him and him and Justin Fields could do some things, man. I like yeah. Byron Leftwich a lot. He's a DC guy about my age too. Yeah. We played against each other once in high school. Yeah, I think they need to pull pull that trigger uh come next year. There's a couple of teams out there that actually don't have bad teams. I mean, in one of those are the Bears and the other one is the Broncos. They, the Broncos doesn't they don't have a bad team. I mean, the Broncos, I believe their secondary, I think it's almost sixty million dollars a year. It's a, it's a great defense, man. It's or, a great de- it's, it's a good roster. We've talked about it for two years that yeah. they're just the right quarterback away, but it seems like they're a little bit more than just the right quarterback away. Yeah, it's one of the most expensive. Yeah, I mean, one of the most expensive. Secondaries out. So, yeah. anyway, that's that. Moving right along, let's see if we can find somebody else. Uh, we have. I like, I like the Packers a lot. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. Yeah, for yeah, me it's to gonna be come really off hard. them. But the Bucks uh, is a great spot. The Patriots are a great spot too. But hold on, here goes the biggest spread in this week's uh, Bigger NFL than the schedule. Fifteen. Oh yeah, the Texans against the Cardinals. Minus 17 and a half Arizona Cardinals. That's too big. Bet the Texans. That's too big. <laughs> Ty, isn't 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 Terod Taylor coming back? I think Terod Taylor's playing this week. I think week. so. Yeah. If, if Terod Taylor's playing this week, bet it right now, get all those points, mm-hmm. and you're gonna make money because they're only gonna lose by twelve mm-hmm. or ten or nine or whatever. I mean, I'm not saying the Cardinals are gonna lose, but they're not gonna win by twenty one. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So. Shit, oh, where's my phone? I'm betting that right now. <laughs> See if you can get that at oh, 17. I got it. I got it at 18. I'm betting it right now. Really? You think they, they're they going to cover, huh? Yeah, I think they're going to beat that spread. Um. Yeah, don't pick that. I mean, maybe pick the Cardinals for your Survivor League, but it's kind of a waste. The Cardinals might come in handy. Uh-huh. I don't know. If maybe you've already picked some of these other teams we've talked about, Packers, Pats, you know, et cetera, uh-huh. Buccaneers, and then you go with the Cardinals. But um, I don't know. It seems like a waste. Yeah. Well, if Mills is playing, yeah, I I, I could probably see that happening. But if Tyrod Taylor's back, eh, I don't know. I don't think the Texans will win, no matter who's playing. But no. for the survivor, you just have to win the game. Right. So it doesn't really matter about right, the spread. Right, right. But as far as the spread's concerned, if you can get 18 points on Toronto Taylor, that's <laughs> so awesome. So you get it, right? Yeah. All right. Well, next we have the Colts and the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco by minus three and a half. They have a lot of injuries, though, right? The Colts. No, I was talking about the Niners. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they have a lot of injuries, yeah. and and I mean rookie quarterback. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, 
I don't know. That seems like a dangerous spot. The Colts didn't look bad at all last week, and no. they if 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 Carson Wentz gets confident, maybe they can start winning. They got T. Y. Hilton back. Maybe he was the difference. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden everybody is a little bit more effective. You know, because you got an extra weapon on the field. Yeah, Carson Wentz actually uh, had a game. Yeah, he actually won. Yeah, but there were also like some big throws out there, et cetera. You know, that one extra weapon means the defense can't like, you know, they have to respect it. You know, and it spreads out a defense a little more. So, um, T.Y. Hilton coming back could have really helped the Colts. Maybe they win a couple games. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't bet this game either way because I'm I'm not 100% sure how I feel the outcome would be, but I, I would lead towards the Colts right now. Yep. Okay. All right. Is that Monday Night Football? No. Monday Night Football is the New Orleans Saints against the Seattle Seahawks, New Orleans, by minus five. I mean, I love me some Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. And the Seattle Seahawks without Russell Wilson is kind of a joke. Yeah. Geno Smith never exactly lived up to his potential as you know, <laughs> he, coming out of WVU, right? He started out with a, would, started out with a bit of a flash, but kind of fizzled yeah. a little bit. Um. Yeah, I kind of like. Uh, I kind of like. The, C- the Seahawks to 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 get to get beat up pretty bad there. Yeah, um, I wouldn't pick it in the Survivor League. I might mm. bet it though. Yeah, okay. I might bet it. I don't. I see. I keep seeing the last two weeks with Geno Smith out there. I see him making big mistakes in the fourth quarter. He's looking good the first three quarters, and then kind of, or like looking good for a while, and then blowing it in the last couple drives. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, it's not mm. that big a number. I kind of like the Saints here. Yeah. 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 Got but it. that's against the spread. I mean, I, that's like, you know, I, I might bet the Saints here, but I don't know if I would pick that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, weird things happen in primetime games and stuff. Yeah. So today is and the, C- the Seahawks had, had a running game going this weekend or yeah. this last week, uh, uh, weekend. Yeah. Like they really, all their running backs were, were catching big chunks every every running play it was impressive so you know maybe maybe see how well you do the rest of the weekend before you start firing on monday night football right right so today is uh tuesday the 19th and it's also the start of the nba season oh shit let's go nuggets baby Yep, today is the start of the NBA season. So, it will be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, oh, look at that. The Bucks are up 11 on Brooklyn early in yeah, the second quarter. Yeah, this is exciting. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to, you know, it's a long season, and it's tough to, during football season, to also start focusing on basketball. I probably won't really start watching and gambling on it or anything like that, but I'll be following along, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I probably won't really dive in until after the new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's awesome. I'm excited that it's. Uh, I'm excited that the NBA is back. I think it's gonna be a great basketball season. Mm-hmm. 
I, I like that we're back to the old, you know, time schedule. Everybody's going to get a lot of days off, stuff like that. And uh, hopefully we have a great, great basketball year. Let's go. I, I, I'm hoping the Nuggets really crush it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. Well, tell me about that cigar. Are you digging it? Yeah, for a lighter-bodied uh, smoke, I like it. Uh, you know, you'll have to go somewhere where you can find it. Um, and like I said, you're not going to find it in too many places. Uh, but once again, we do have it here at Capital Cigars at 919 East Colfax in Denver, Colorado. You can definitely come and check it out. Love it, man. Love it. Um, all right. Well, I'll have to come check it out because I will be out there in a couple weeks for the Ashies. And um, that'll be fun. Yeah. And uh, and on that note, we will uh, let's wrap it up. We'll talk to these guys next week. Let's do it. All right. Later. That was another episode of Bet Your Ash. We like to use this opportunity to say thank you to some people that we are appreciative of for helping us with this podcast. Vinsky, uh, Connor, Timmy Nebraska, uh, Tyler, Corey Collins, Casey O'Flynn, and you for listening. So thank you all for listening. Whether you're listening on Spotify or on BetYourAsh.com, we appreciate you. We will talk to you again next week.